0: This show is made possible by support from Landsharks.ca. Visit them for all your coin and swag needs at www.landsharks.ca. And by viewers like you. Thank you for your donations. East Coast Caching, Interactive Caching, and New York Caching. It's May 14th, 2011. This is Track Files. and welcome to track files i'm your host ice and rye track files is a video podcast featuring caching news upcoming events major milestones youtube videos and podcast rewind my website is trackfiles.tv my email address is geoisenri.com you can follow me on twitter at trackfiles. and if you're a fan of the show make sure you sign up for the track files facebook fan page so what's new Well, a couple days ago, I received an email from C.T. Kayak and she wrote, So, I'm watching a Doctor Who episode, The End of Time, Part 1, and I'm so certain I've spotted a geocache on it, probably unknowingly filmed, a micro in a tree. Just thought I'd share it since he seemed to have a Doctor Who related cache series. Well, thanks for the email. And uh, after I read the email, she sent me a picture of a screen capture and it looked interesting. Well, it turns out the episode's available on iTunes. So I've got it, and uh, let's roll a little bit of it, and let me know what you think. And so it came to pass that the players took their final places. So what do you think? Is that a cash or not? Email me, geoisenrye at isenrye.com. Well, that's enough small talk for now. Let's get into the meat of the show. Time for Caching News. Cashy News. First we read in the Ottawa Citizen. High-tech hunting. Feel a stab of envy while watching youngsters hunt for treasures? Fear not. Geocaching is for the whole family. I feel like I've stumbled upon an underworld to my daily reality. I've morphed into Sophie Nouveau from Da Vinci Code. I'm fearlessly helping symbologist Robert Langdon uncover a series of brilliantly complex clues that'll ultimately lead us to the Holy Grail. Okay, perhaps it's not quite that glamorous. I'm actually in the suburbs of Ottawa hunting for my first cache near a bus stop outside a coffee shop. So it's a bit of a stretch from the Grand Gallery to the Louvre in Paris, but I'm already thinking that geocaching phenomenon is pretty cool and could get addictive. It's like a detective story in a way, says Barhaven's Andrea Morin, who loves to go geocaching with her husband Mark and their three children. The site offers up clues, and some of the caches have riddles or puzzle elements to them. The Morins are the kind hearted enthusiasts who provide my initiation to geocaching. After a thorough and enthusiastic briefing over lunch, the couple lends me their Magellan handheld GPS, estimated retail value $150, and follow my tentative steps towards locating One For The Road, a bar based cash. As they follow me out of a coffee shop, I feel a bit apprehensive. Should I confess that I'm directionally challenged? Luckily, the GPS makes it easy to track the coordinates and I find my target quickly. I feel proud, relieved, and can see the potential for family fun. So there you go folks, great article on caching, has some wonderful pictures and as usual visit my website trackfiles.tv for a link to the full length article. So next we visit with Parks Canada where we read Fundy National Park of Canada Geocaching. Each year Fundy National Park and its partners, the Fundy Guild and the Atlantic Canada Geocaching Association combine their efforts to bring you new and interesting caches. The caches take you on adventures to different sites and scenic vistas throughout the park and weave in stories about its natural and human history. There are currently 15 caches in Fundy National Park divided amongst three different passports 2011, 2010 and 2009. The 4th Annual Geocaching Kickoff Event will start at the Chitneco South Group Camping on Sunday, May 22nd at 10am. This year, 5 new caches were developed to celebrate the International Year of the Forest. Come and earn a limited 2011 edition Fundy Geocoin by discovering all 5 caches. The event will wrap up at 3pm. Snacks and refreshments will be provided. So there you go folks, if you're in the New Brunswick area near the Bay of Fundy, check out the event and let me know how it goes, geoicenry.com and make sure you visit my website Trackfiles.tv for a link to this story and a link to the actual event. From New York, we read 15 New York campgrounds participating in a statewide geocaching event on June 11th. If you're struggling to come up with ways to get your kids engaged in outdoor activities, you may want to consider geocaching. Geocaching is like a high-tech scavenger hunt in which players use GPS devices to search for hidden treasures using coordinates that are given to them as clues used in the hunt. Geocaching has gotten to be a really popular camping activity in recent years, partially because it's appealing to adults as it is to children, said Don Bennett, President and CEO of Campground Owners of New York, the Pittsburgh-based association that represents New York's campground industry. In fact, 15 New York campgrounds will be participating in a statewide geocaching contest on June 11th in celebration of National Get Outdoors Day. A special coin will be hidden in one of the participating campgrounds, which the finder can redeem for a special prize. Visit Go geocachingny.com for more information. So there you go, folks. If you're in the state of New York, sounds like it's a great, well-organized event. Check it out. Let me know how it goes. For our final news article, we travel to Winnipeg where we read on the CBC website, Winnipeg film, John Walk, first to launch through new iPhone app. Want to know more about the scandalous history of Winnipeg's Port Douglas? There's an app for that. John Walk, a short film by writer-director Stephanie Plateland and cinematographer Rebecca Sandulak premieres this week, but not on the big screen. This romp through the fact and fiction of Winnipeg's storied Point Douglas neighborhood will be available on Saturday through a new iPhone app, Movable. This interactive app takes you on a walking tour of Point Douglas starting at the corner of Lily and Alexander. The whole stroll takes about 45 minutes, but you'll have a wonderfully entertaining little movie to keep you company. Platon looks at the stubborn urban myth that many of our city streets names, Stella, Lizzie, Annabella, commemorate legendary madams, mistresses, and ladies of questionable employment. Of course, the real question might not be whether it's true or not, it's hard to pin down, but why we all want to believe it. So I just downloaded the app on my own iPhone today, and it's a really great little app. And what happens is it gives you an interactive map and ties in with your uh, location base and when you reach a point you can press a button and it'll play videos and give you text and still images on the history of that particular spot and it's a really great little app and if you're in the winnipeg area and even if you're not in the winnipeg area you should check it out because even if you don't do the tour there's still quite a history lesson involved as usual visit my website trackfiles.tv for links to the news article and the app well, that all wraps it up for Cashy News. Time for this episode's YouTube video. YouTube video time. And for this video, well, we're just gonna head back down to the lily pad in Seattle, to the Groundspeak headquarters. What this video is, well, it's uh, rather difficult to explain, but it's short and sweet, and it's absolutely wonderful. And it just proves that the folks at Groundspeak have a great sense of humor. Basically what it is, it's a look, at the brand new Groundspeak servers. So from Groundspeak, YouTube, and Track Files, enjoy this episode's YouTube video. If you've ever been um, to a science museum and you rode that bicycle that turns on the light bulb, it's the same joke. The joke is that the hamsters are really what powers geocaching.com. Recently, we've had a little bit of site slowdown because so many people are coming to geocaching.com. And the joke is usually, oh my goodness, you have to feed the hamsters. Just like the geocaching community has gotten larger, the hamster community has gotten larger too. While we're getting a new batch of hamsters that are uh, fresh and energized and the site is down today you could go out geocaching you have a couple hours to go it seems like perfect timing so there you go an inside look at the brand spanking new Groundspeak servers now my personal web server actually runs Linux so does that mean instead of adding hamsters I have to add a penguin anyway Let's uh, get you in a geocaching mood, let's check out some upcoming caching events. Upcoming events, all these events are scheduled for next Saturday, May 21st, 2011. First we start in Australia, where we have Meet and Greet in Queensland, hosted by Gaz and Cab. From there we travel to Gay Paris for the International Travel Bug Swap, hosted by Danger Moose 3314. From there we head over to this side of the pond, to Michigan, for a Mott Lake After Dusk Flash Mob hosted by Team Babelfish. From there, we travel to Iowa for Boone's little meet and greet, hosted by Boone County's Geocaching Monkey. Next, we go to Arizona for a You've Been Bugged 2011 Campout hosted by Team Bugman. And finally, we travel to the Maritimes of Canada Nova Scotia for Let's Celebrate Yarmouth's 250th, hosted by H&Y Frosty and Irvend. So there you go, folks, to some of the many events scheduled for next Saturday, May 21st, 2011. And if you have an upcoming event you like featured on Jack Files, email me, geoisenri at so, now that we got all excited for events, let's find some material to listen to on those plane flights. Time for this week's podcast rewind. Podcast rewind, looking back at this past week in caching podcasts. First, we start with Cachemaniacs, Rodell and Dre interview Shazam Man in Chicago. He recommends his fellow cachers visit Cape Cod, but wants to visit Australia and Europe himself. From there, we go to the geocaching podcast, where Xpunk had the chance to demo a Magellan Explorer 610. And this episode was a review of the unit. So as usual, I'll have links to these podcasts on my website, trackfiles.tv. Check them out. They make for some great listening. Wraps up for this episode of Track Files. Before I go, just a few quick notes. First off, mad props to Landsharks Sharks for the continuing support of the Track Files podcast. Make sure you visit them at Landsharks.ca for all your coin and swag needs. Also, have to thank the financial contributors to the podcast. Folks, without your contributions, Track Files would not be possible. And if you'd like to contribute, it's very easy. Visit my website, trackfiles.tv, and just look for the PayPal buttons on the right side menu bar. So, in the meantime, and in between time, that's it, another episode of the Track Files Podcast. I hope you enjoyed. So, until the next episode, cash on.